Welcome to the Moonlight of Amuna, Parshas Kisisa. This week's learning should be as chos for a full shlam for Chanamash, Bas Vilcha, Ratz Bas Rochel, Shmuel Shezam, Bechavachava, Menachem Mordechai Ben Afira, Michachayim Ben Sara, and Lilinishmas Henya Bas Yechiel Mechel. So we have the the horrifying uh, story of the eagle in this week's parsha that takes up most of the beginning of the parsha. Uh, that the Jewish people uh, committed this terrible avera of of bowing down to an eagle, creating an eagle, and we have the 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 conversation between Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem, where Moshe Rabbeinu is trying to get forgiveness for the Jewish people, and Moshe says maybe the most famous line in his defense of the Jewish people and in his argument with Hashem, and not coincidentally, it's Perak Lamed Beis, Pasuk Lamed Beis, heart heart, lave lave, Lamed Beis is the heart. Perak Lamed Beis, Pasuk Lamed Beis, Moshe says, Vi'ata. And now, Moshe says, now, Imtisa Chatosam, Moshe says, and now, if you forgive their sin, good, Vim'ayin, if not, Mechinino Misifracha, erase me from your Sefer Asher Kasafta that you have written, right? This is the, this is the ultimate moment of Moshe Rabbeinu challenging Hashem, so to speak, but in, in a good way. But Moshe saying, either forgive the Jewish people or erase me from the Sefer, keep me out of, keep me out of your Sefer. Now, if we think about this statement, this is, this is really a tremendous statement that Moshe Rabbeinu is making. Moshe Rabbeinu is, is Moshe Rabbeinu has really two two personas in, in the Torah. There's two two passions of Moshe Rabbeinu that really define who he is. On the one hand, as we have the pasuk later on in Parshas Vezayis Abracha, when Moshe is blessing the Jewish people, it, when, in his bracha to the Shevet of God, in Devarim Paraklamid Gimel pasuk of Aleph, it says uh, in, in referencing to the uh, the Shevet of God, M- Moshe makes the following statement. He says, Vayareshes loy kisham chelkas mechoykek safon. He chose the first portion of himself because that is where the lawgiver's plot is hidden. The lawgiver's plot refers to Moshe. Moshe was buried in God's portion. Moshe is the mechoikik. Moshe is the lawgiver. Moshe is the, the person in, in all of history who is most identified with Torah. Moshe is Torah. Moshe is identified with Torah. It's Torah's Moshe. We say in Zmiris on Friday night, Zichru Torah's Moshe, which comes from the Pasuk in Malachi, Paragimel, Pasuk of Beis. Zichru Torah's Moshe Abdi. Remember the Torah of Moshe, my, my servant. Moshe is Torah. But Moshe also has another, another role in which he's the leader of the Jewish people. He's Moshe Rabbeinu. He's our Rebbe. He's the leader. He's the ultimate leader of Klai Yisrael. And that's because he was the, he was the what he's referred to in, in Kabbalah as the Raya Mehimna, the faithful shepherd. He is the faithful shepherd. He is completely devoted to the Jewish people. So he has these two these two identities. Moshe has the, it's, it's Torah's Moshe. Moshe is Torah. And he's the Rayim Imna. He's the faithful pe- shepherd. Now in the aftermath of the Egel, these two identities conflict. There's two, there's two. On the one hand, Torah demands that the Jewish people be destroyed, be wiped out, be punished. On the other hand, he's the shepherd of the Jewish people. Moshe is is faced with this with this incredible conflict. And how is he supposed to choose which of his identities uh, survives? As a matter of fact, Rashi in Amparshas uh, Chukas, in Perak Chof Aleph, Pasach Chof Aleph, Rashi says the following language, Shemoshe hu Yisrael, the Yisrael heim Moshe. Moshe is the Jewish people, and the Jewish people are Moshe. That is the, that is the ultimate leadership. So Moshe is dealing with this conflict right now, this, this clash of his two personalities. On the one hand, Moshe is Torah. On the other hand, he is the Jewish people. The Torah uh, is demanding that the Jewish people be destroyed. But as the Jewish people, how could he allow them to be destroyed? This conflict is welling within, inside of Moshe now. As he's watching this unfold, he comes down the mountain, he sees the Egel. He sees, 
his his entire uh, essence is clashing with each other. And how does that come out? How do how does how do, what's the result of that? Moshe says this pasuk: "Ve'ata imtisa chatosam." If you if you carry their sin, but the im if not, if in other words, if you'll if you'll forgive them, good. If not, erase me from the Torah. Moshe says, you know which side of me wins? The side of me that's connected to the Jewish people, as the leader of the Jewish people. This is the Lubavitch Rebbe's explanation. That it comes down to, Moshe says, between these two parts of who I am, that my attachment to the Jewish people runs deeper even than my attachment to Torah. And ultimately, this was correct. Babajrab explains that this is correct. That by making this demand, Moshe is saying, "No, first and foremost, I'm the leader of the Jewish people. I am Moshe Yisrael, the Heim, and and Yisrael Heim Moshe. We, we are. I'm part of the Jewish people. You have to forgive the Jewish people. And ultimately, Hashem gives in and says, "Okay, I'm going to forgive them." Moshe says that first and foremost, I'm part of the Jewish people, and that that. Um, evokes in Hashem that evokes in Hashem the 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 forgiveness of the Jewish people, the love for the Jewish people, and 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 that goes beyond even Hashem's midas uh, hadin and the Torah. And by by reconnecting Moshe, by by making that choice, by saying I'd rather not be it not be Torah's Moshe than not have the Jewish people, Moshe gets Hashem to forgive them and gives what what's the result of that is that the Jewish people have a new new opportunities for generations generations and generations to keep the Torah. And we know, we just finished the, the, the Yontif of Purim, right? That, that, we, that Purim was the Yontif where the Jewish people again faced with annihilation, but Kimu Kiblu, they reaccepted, they rededicated themselves to the, to the Torah. This is, this is the power that Moshe Rabbeinu instilled, that the, the Jewish people uh, the Jewish people are so necessary for even Torah. It's more, it, it's it's more critical to have the Jewish people, the survival of the Jewish people, for Torah to really, to really continue to exist. Now, to understand this even a little bit more, Rashi makes a very strange statement on this pasuk, on this pasuk, Parak Lamed Beis, pasuk Lamed Beis, in this week's parsha Kisisa, where it says, Moshe says that he's gonna, if not, erase me from your sefer. Rashi says, Misifracha, Mikala Terakula, erase me from the entire Torah. Shaloyimru, so no one should say a lie, no one should say about me. Shalohayisi Kedai Levakish Aleim Rachamim, no one should say about me that I was unworthy of asking for mercy on their behalf. And the question on, on on Rashi is: It seems a little a little uh, silly. I mean, it seems it seems a little petty. Moshe's concerned what his reputation is going to be. He's saying, "I'm telling you, Hashem, erase me from the safer so that no one ever says that I I didn't stand up for them." That was Moshe's concern. Here are the Jewish people. They just served the Egel, Avodah the worst Aver they could do. Basically, rejecting the Torah. Right? Reject Avodah is rejecting Hashem to some degree and rejecting the Torah. And Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, no, if you don't forgive them, erase me from your safer, because if not, uh, if not, people are going to say bad things about me. They're going to say, I didn't stand up for the Jewish people. That's what wor- worried worried him. So clearly that can't be what was worrying Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't care what his reputation was going was going to be. He was worried what people would say, but not because of what they would say about his own reputation. He didn't care about his own reputation. You know what his concern was? The, the Lubavitch Rebbe explains he was afraid that if he didn't insist that my name be erased from the Sefer Torah, if you don't forgive them, then people in the future, future generations of Jews, whether they would come from him, right? Hashem was saying, I'll make you into a new nation. So future generations would think, they would they would make the mistake that a per, that, there, that there's a limit to how far a person has to go for his, for his love for other Jews, for his Moshe was showing that the, that the love for another Jew is not even limited by the pasuk, which we know is called Godol Batayra. It's even it goes even beyond that. It goes even beyond that. The way a person has to love love another Jew. 
Moshe was saying, I want people to know that a person has to give up themselves. Says Moshe, as we explained before, I am Torah. Zechut Torah is Moshe. Torah is, 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 is the defining fact, factor of me. I am Torah's Moshe. Torah is who I am. I'm willing to give up everything of myself. There is no Moshe anymore. I'm re- willing to give myself up. I'm willing to nullify my entire existence for other Jews. I'm willing to, I'm willing to have the entire essence of my being that I am Torah, I'm the one who brought Torah down from Shemayim, I am Torah's Moshe, I'm willing to nullify that entire, the entirety of that for, for other Jews, to, to save the Jewish people. He says to Hashem, I'm willing to give up my very essence, my very identity, everything that I am, everything that I mean, because I want you to forgive the Jewish people. I would, I, I would, I would, to spare uh, the Jews from, from being destroyed, I'll give up my entire, my entire essence, my, the, enti- the entirety of who I am. His lesson was that every person has to know that you have to be willing to give up everything, everything, even yourself, because for love, for love and concern of another Jew. Uh, it, it, there's no limits to the It's beyond if you if you define it, if you translate it, it sounds like okay, I love him as myself, but I don't have to give up myself for somebody else. No, the answer is a person has to be even willing to give up everything that he is for for, for another Jew. For, for, it has to be limitless. And that's maybe also the connection to Purim. Because Purim, we know, what are the mitzvahs on Purim? The mitzvahs on Purim, okay, we have Kriyas and Megillah, but the mitzvah of, the mitzvah of Purim are Mishloach Manas, Matonis Levyanim, concern for other Jews. Making sure, I can't enjoy my party on Purim if there's somebody else who doesn't have food for his party. Before I sit down to my Seuda on Purim, I make sure to send Matonis Levyanim to those who are poor. I send Mishloach Manas to those who maybe don't have something else to eat, to friends, to let my friends know, even if he does have something to eat, but let him know that there's another Jew out there who's thinking about him, who appreciates him, who, who, who recognizes that he exists. And the truth is, who, who learned this lesson of Moshe? Who learned this lesson of Moshe? No other than Esther, in the, in the Megillah. Esther gave up, she walked into Achishverosh, she thought she was going to be killed. She was willing to give up everything she was. She was taken to the king's palace, it was not the life she wanted for herself, but Esther was willing to give up everything, her entire essence. She had to, she had to live with that horrible Rasha Achashverosh, but she was willing to give up everything she was because it could help Jews, to protect Jews. She walks in, and Achashverosh doesn't uh, extend that scepter, and, and, and there's no more Esther. But she's willing to do that for other Jews. That's the conversation between her and Mordechai. This is the whole lesson of, of, of Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's Parsha. So yes, there's a depressing element in this Parsha that the Jews were able to to uh, commit the sin of the eagle right after Matan Torah, but the beauty in, in in the in the fixing of that to show Moshe Rabbeinu showing us what it means to be part of Klal Yisrael, what it means to feel connected to other Jews, that even that even to give up everything of our own, he would have gladly d- done it. He was he was happy to do it. He was willing to go to go to do that. And Esther showed us that same message. So these are the messages that we take at this time of the year. These are the messages that we need that we need to we need to uh, instill into our service of Hashem. It has to come with an absolute love for other Jews. What can I, we have to think all the time, what can I do for somebody else? How can I alleviate somebody else's suffering a little bit? That, that's the lesson from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is willing to give up everything, even his connection with the Torah being the, being the, being the embodiment of Torah in this world. Moshe Rabbeinu is willing to give that up for, for, the, for the Jewish people. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to us, what good is it if I have Torah and I'm the embodiment of Torah if I can't share that with other Jews? Like the Mishnah in Avos, in Parak Aleph, Mishnah, Mishnah Yudbeis, 
says there, it's actually say, talking there about Moshe's brother, but in this a- aspect, they had different ways of going about this. But in their Ahavas Yisrael, they were equals, right? It says, uh, uh, Omer, Aaron. You should be like the Talmidim Aaron. Oyev Shalom, love peace. Roidiv Shalom, uh, pursue peace. Oyev Esabrius, love peace. Love mankind, loving others. And how do you do that? How do you love others? Bring them close to Torah. Says Moshe Rabbeinu, my Torah is only worth something. My whole essence of who I am is if I have other Jews to share with, if I could save other Jews. But I'm not going to uh, protect my my place in the Torah and have my name in the Torah if it's at the cost of losing Jews. I'll give up my place in the Torah to have other Jews and and, and, and have the opportunity to carve them to Torah. So this is this is a, the message of this time of the year coming off of Purim the 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 Abbas uh, Yisrael that we engendered on Purim to take that forward through the year to take it to take it take it uh, to continue with it to Parshas Kisisa and Mitzvah to Pesach soon and through that we'll be able to bring the Geula Benisan Nigalu Nisan Asin Ligal so right now we have we still have two more weeks until until Nisan but this is the period we know that we know that there was a Geula on Purim and then we have we always keep Purim next to Pesach because that, even when there's two Adars right we have Purim in the second Adar because we want we want the Gula to go to the Gula. So the message of Purim and the message of Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's parsha is how we get to that Gula by remembering that we have to we have to be willing to sacrifice everything for another Jew. We always have to be thinking about another Jew. What can I do for another Jew? How can I help another Jew? Even at my own expense, I have to, I have to be there. We learned this message from from Moshe Rabbeinu from Esther, and I wish you all with that a wonderful, beautiful Shabbos.